0: It's time for the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show, presented by Embassy Suites. This broadcast is also brought to you by AC Delco Bumper to Bumper, Arkansas's best Chevy dealers, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Dillard's, Pepsi, Stevens, and Simmons Bank. Now, here's your host, Ray Tucker. Welcome to the Little Rock Coaches Show out at the NBC Suites in West Little Rock. Ray Tucker not with us tonight, and uh, neither is Coach Joe Foley. Coach Steve Weedor sitting in for Coach Joe Foley. Coach Foley had a uh, prior engagement he had to attend to, so good to have Coach Weeds with us. And, uh, Coach, it was a rough week last week for the Little Rock Trojans. Yeah, two tough games. I
1: mean, two hard-fought games for our ladies and – Uh, you know just got off to a bad start in both of them and then we fought our way back and uh, had a chance to win you know uh, especially the game that went in triple overtime and then you know on Saturday we uh, played a really good Texas Arlington team and got it back to one and you know when you fight your way back like that sometimes you just I, I just felt like we ran out a little bit of juice you know at the end and couldn't finish it off.
0: Well, and these these ladies are still not in basketball shape after being off for so long because of the flu bug that went through the team after the Arkansas game and then the COVID issues with some other teams and then our own team right after Christmas and the fact that uh, they missed 32 days without playing a basketball game and some missed more than that. Tia Harvey didn't play since the Texas A&M game on December 1st until she played against Troy. So they're still trying to get back in basketball shape and you can't really do a whole lot in the middle of the week because you've got a game on thursday game on saturday you have to give them a day off uh once a week so that usually comes on sunday
1: yeah that that's been something we've really been battling we've you know tried to do a few things to try to help them you know get some extra work in here and there but you know when you're playing two games a week and you're in that situation it's it's sort of you you know you got to play your way into shape and uh you know, I, th- I think some of them's getting a little bit better, but you know, we still got a ways to go, and, and we've got a little time to get there. I mean, we got a month before the conference tournament, and you know, these ladies are trying to work hard and, and get themselves back into basketball
0: shape, and, and I think they'll get there. The game against Texas State, Little Rock loses 69-65 in three overtimes. It's the longest game in Little Rock women's basketball history. And Little Rock had several chances to win. They had a chance to win it in regulation. I had a chance to win it in the first overtime and even had a chance in the second overtime. It come down to free throws and execution, I think, more than anything else and maybe a lack of concentration as well in, in that game. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I mean, we had our chances
1: and uh, uh, just, you know, when, when you are battling through conditioning and things like that, you're going to make some mistakes at, at times, and I felt like... You know, some of our young ladies, you know, their legs were gone during that overtime, and it was tough for them to step up there to the free throw line and make the shot when they needed to, or, you know,
0: turnovers and different things like that happen when you're in that condition. When you look at that game, Denasia Hood was a player that uh, we knew about, we had her circled, and She come in, had 21 in the first half, and it was kind of like, oh, my goodness. Uh, I mean, she looked like an NBA player in that game, and maybe we helped her look a little better. But as a shooter, you were a shooter in college. When your first shot goes down, it kind of – get you on a roll and you start to feel that they have that confidence and once you see that first one go through that second one go through sometimes that basket just opens up a little bit doesn't it yeah it gets a lot easier you know and that that's our fault I mean we definitely knew you know
1: that she was one of the best players in the conference and we had a game plan going in and we just didn't execute like we needed to and like you said when you let them make those first two or three shots I mean it makes it tough and uh, uh she got it going and she carried them and then you know, but I, I I do feel like we came back the second half and really did a good job on her and executed the way we needed to and you know maybe that'll carry over to you know when the next time we play them and uh, we we just keep telling our young ladies that you know you, you got to learn through experience and things that they've went through and when when it gets conference tournament time you got to be ready to go and uh, I, I I think they
0: will be. Well, we have some time before then to get to the conference tournament, obviously. The next game up for the Little Rock Trojans is uh, on the road at Louisiana Lafayette on Thursday and then ULM on Saturday. But the loss to Texas State, that one stung, obviously. And then you come back two days later and you play a good UT Arlington team and you get down early in that one as well. And you got down 20 points. You got down 19 against Texas State, able to come all the way back, tie it up, send it into overtime, even take the lead at some points in that game. The game against UT Arlington, we never led. We We were able to keep it get it close within three points, I believe, and then UT Arlington kind of stretched it out. But one thing that I didn't like, and I'm going to bring this up, uh, you can comment, you cannot comment. Uh, Jacobs for UTA had 24 points. She was 7 of 13. Uh, she was that six one, six two two post player that they had. Very athletic. Very athletic. She played 37 minutes. She was 10 of 12 at the free throw line, had five rebounds, She didn't get called for one single personal foul in that game. Tell me how as physical a game as that was, she plays 37 minutes, but yet she doesn't pick up one foul in that game? She's a pretty good defensive player. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's coach's talk. Come on, Weed. you got to give me a little more than that. But uh, Rosie oh, Potter, they, yeah, go ahead. I mean,
1: they, they outscored us from the free throw line. There's no doubt about well, it. They shot what...
0: 28 times and made 22. We only got there 10 times, and we got there twice in the fourth quarter. That was a physical fourth quarter. I get the first and second. We weren't in the game. It was a 20-point game. But when it got time, crunch time, I mean, it was a physical game. They went to the line 15 times in the fourth quarter. And I know sometimes we put them there because we were trying to foul. But a lot of the times they were driving, we were driving, they got the call, we didn't. Two free throws in the fourth quarter. Yeah, We hit it, both it, of them. Yeah,
1: that makes it tough. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And, you know, give them credit. We, we started out the game with five turnovers. Yeah. I mean, when, when you put yourself in a hole like that, like I said a well while ago, it makes it – you know, you fight your way back, and we got all the way to, you know, I think we was down one at one time during the fourth quarter, and we, and we were in the game, but, you know, you, you put a lot of energy to do that, and uh, we just couldn't finish the game off. And, it, you know, it, it's just concentration, and, and uh, yeah, we, we had one day to prepare, and this goes back to, you know, having some inexperienced players out there that haven't, you know, been around – uh, this league and doing things. And when you prepare and then you not come out there and execute some of the things that we were trying to do against them and, and turn the ball over, you're going to put yourself in a hole. And that I, I think our girls learn from that.
0: Rosie Potter had 23 points in that game. She was not there, it looked like, in the game against Texas State. I think if she shows up, and, I mean, she had 24 against Troy, uh, she had a good game against uh, South Alabama, a double-digit performance there. And then she kind of went away against Texas State, and then she shows up against UT Arlington with 23. If we can get her to get exactly. some points going in that Texas State game, we probably win that one. And then this one, she was one away from tying her career high. Sally Corma, 15 points, nine rebounds, one uh, rebound away from a double-double. And Angelique Francis came back, I believe, in the te- UT Arlington game after uh, the, the performance State. in the Texas State game. She had nine points seven rebounds and that went three or four at the free throw line for for leak yeah and and
1: you mentioned rosie i mean she she's a very talented player and and she does a lot for us and we just got to get her more consistent like you said she she didn't play that well against texas state and then the week before against app state and then she's had some really really good games you know after christmas for us and, and we got to keep her consistent and uh, you know, to do that, you know, she's just got to keep improving and learning how we're doing things and, uh, you know, relaxing. Rosie is a very athletic player that can get, you know, get to the uh, free throw line by driving the basketball, and she can also shoot the three, you know, when we need her to, and uh, uh, she's, you know, it's her first year, and, and I think she'll continue to improve on that, and uh, hopefully when we get, you know, tournament time, she'll be there and be consistent for us we will
0: wrap up more about the ut arlington game and then we'll look forward to the games this week ull and ULM, the louisiana schools coming up here on the little rock coaches show at the nbc suites we're live stay with us back after this on 106.7 buzz 2 At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own, to seize opportunity, to anticipate rather than react, to deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world, and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE
2: SIPC. Step into the new when you drive a Chevy. It's time for a fresh approach and a new perspective. Meet new friends or reconnect with some old ones. See the world in a brand new light and find the Chevy that's right for you. From the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever to the versatile Equinox or the stylish Blazer, you're bound to drive home in the Chevy of your dreams. So what are you waiting for? See your Arkansas best Chevy dealer stepping into the unknown it can be difficult to find the way but with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield obstacles become
3: openings as we have for more than 65 years arkansas blue cross and blue shield will continue to light the way using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow arkansas blue cross and blue shield live fearless Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans.
0: Welcome back to West Little Rock. The Embassy Suites Little Rock is in the business district and minutes from the campus of U.A. Little Rock. Embassy Suites is the official hotel of your Little Rock Trojans. Embassy Suites Little Rock, a great place to stay. Coach, I must say, uh, the chef here, one of the chefs here, Charlie (laughs) Michelson, I worked with him a long time ago, and he brought out some flatbread pepperoni pizza. And he asked us last week after the show, he said, what would you like? Would you like some pizza before the show? I said, yeah, Charlie, I'd I'd like it at about (laughs) 6.15. He decided to bring it at six fifty eight today. So I said I can't eat it during the show, but I can take bites during the commercial breaks. And so it's very good. So if you if you uh, like pizza, um, you love Italian, Thank come you, get Trey. you some flatbread I appreciate pizza. That. Well, I was gonna give you some. You said you didn't want any. Well, I, I and it'll be cold by the time Coach Walker gets here. <laughs>
1: Well, I, I think you can handle that pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I, I think I can too. Uh, before we wrap up the uh, the UTA game, you mentioned the fact that uh, five turnovers in our first cup, five trips down the floor, basically, and UTA is going down the other end and they're scoring. I mean, we shoot seventeen percent in that first quarter. We get outscored twenty to six, and then we start fighting our way back in. We outscore them 15-14 the second quarter, twenty to twelve in the third quarter, and then the fourth quarter and if we could have kept that momentum from the third quarter going into the fourth quarter, I think it would have been a different ball
1: game. Right. And, and, you know, the turnovers started, uh, UTA plays a switching, uh, man to man defense. And we hadn't seen that a whole lot and we really worked on it, you know, quite a bit during the one day to get ready. And we put in a few things and, you know, it it was new. And, and I just felt like they were maybe thinking more than playing and it, it, You know, it it put us in a situation where we turned it over. And and then, you know, Coach Foley, he he does a great job just adjusting. He switched some things around, made it a little bit easier for us to get in our offense and do some things. And and when we did that, we were able to adjust and and started, you know, getting the ball where we needed to, and uh, that made a big difference. And then, you know, going into the fourth quarter, you know, trying to continue what we were doing, it was just, uh, you know, the fact that, hey, you know, we we played. What did we play? Six, seven girls. I mean, they they were they were running out of juice a little bit. I think after the way they fought back and did some of the things that we had to do to get back in the game. And and when you put yourself in a hole like that, that's what you're gonna. You know, that that's what you're gonna get to. And and you got to be able to to play these games at home and come out and and be ready to to jump on the teams that were you know, playing in this conference season and and, and and not put yourself in a hole like we did against Texas Arlington.
0: Yeah, we basically played six. Uh, Azaria Robinson played four minutes. Michaela Edens played two. And Dariel Johnson played 39. She fouled out of that game. So if she doesn't foul out, she probably plays the full 40. And who knows, that game might have gone overtime too if she doesn't foul out. Uh, but you look at UT Arlington. They were able to, to play more players off of their bench. They went, uh, let's see, nine deep in Halverson had the least amount of minutes at nine. So they had one player with 19 off the bench, one with 14, one with 21. So they were able to use more players and and were able to get into our legs, like you said. And they had just played a game at Arkansas State where they went up and down. I mean, that was a 90-point game up there in Jonesboro and then for them to come down. And I was surprised at how conditioned they were. But I did notice that they started getting tired too in that third quarter. And then I don't know what Coach Wright told them going into that fourth. But – it's like they flipped a switch in that fourth
1: quarter. Right, right. They did. And and give them credit. I mean, I I feel like they're one of the better teams in the conference. I mean, they're big. They can score. uh, They they can hurt you in a lot of different positions on the floor. They've got a good inside game. Uh, Their point guard is probably one of the most talented in the league as far as uh, being able to create mismatches. She's, you know, one of the bigger point guards in the league, and so that gives a lot of teams trouble and – you know, they've got a good team, but, you know, I, I think our girls and our coaches would tell you, you know, we, we look forward to maybe getting to see them again, and, uh, uh, you know, we got to go to their place, of course, but, you know, we've uh, done pretty good down there in Arlington.
0: We will get to see them again. It's going to be on February the 24th when we travel to Texas Arlington. That game will tip at 7 o'clock, and then uh, we will go to uh, Texas State San Marcos on the 26th, and then... Kind of weird with us finishing on the road. Then we leave from Austin and fly to Pensacola for the conference tournament. So not even coming back to Little Rock. It could be a long time before we see the state of Arkansas once we leave on that Wednesday to head down to UT Arlington. We hope it's a long time because right. that means we're still playing a lot of basketball in Pensacola, Pensacola
1: by the beach. Yeah, I mean, it. February is going to be a, you know, it's going to be a long month as far as being on the road. We're going to play a lot of games on the road, but, you know, if, if, if you got a team that can go out and get focused and uh, do the things that they need to do, it, it can also be beneficial. You know, they sort of get away from everything, and it's all basketball when you get on the road. So, you know, you got to take advantage of that. But it, it'll be tough on them, you know, with all the travel. And then, like you said, we're going to finish up in, in Texas, the Texas road swing, and then we're going to go straight from Texas State the Pensacola to get ready for the tournament and
0: life in the uh, the uh, Sun Belt so far this season for Little Rock on the road has been very good 2-0 yeah yeah. Yeah, they've done a really good job we'll see what happens this week I want to ask you one question about Myra Kai Sato in the game on Saturday against UTA and even against Texas State she'll take the ball to the right side a couple of times and particularly when a team's playing zone she'll drive all of a sudden and she's able to get past them and get easy layups. Is that something she sees, if you can give me that real quickly? Yeah, I mean, she
1: – you know, we, we try to tell all of them against the zone defenses the best way to break them down is to penetrate. And Coach has really been on her about, you know, penetrate. Even though you might not be one of the best shooters, if you can penetrate into the lane and then be able to kick and do some things, you know, you can really call havoc against the zone. We're back after this. Stay with us.
0: future is not about a bond reaching maturity the future is what my grandfather worked for it's what my father carried on it's my responsibility today the future is my son's tomorrow at the stevens private client group we believe that our strength builds success not only for us but for our clients stevens member nyse sipc
5: Through the last 108 years, obviously we've seen good times and bad times. Everybody has. If you're in business long enough, you're gonna have the bad times. But out of the bad times always come the good times. From generation to generation, the constant is that the Bale family's there for you. Whether it's service needs, parts needs, buying a car, or the collision center, our family's always there for you. Shop Bale Chevy
3: and BaleChevy.com today.
6: What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit Baptist-Health.com Your husband to learn is pretty more.
2: handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. Lunch is ready! He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. <laughs> and he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber! He's a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order, and your husband back to what he does best.
3: <laughs> Find an agent at ShelterInsurance.com. We're your shield. We're your shelter.
7: Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state. Recognized both nationally and internationally, Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear. Proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans.
8: Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today. Schedule today. PI Roofing, your roof leak detective
0: we are back at embassy suites we want to thank our proud partners ac delco bumper-to-bumper Bumper, uams simmons bank arkansas blue cross blue shield Datamax, arkansas best chevy dealers steven zeke pi roofing pepsi tipton and hearst baptist health bell chevrolet and diamond bear brewing for their sponsorship of little rock athletics it's a little rock coaches show steve weed in for joe foley tonight Real quick, I want to uh, send a shout-out to the Landrums. They're normally here, but uh, unfortunately can't make it tonight. But uh, we know they're listening. Uh, they listen to everything that uh, Little Rock does. They go to everything that Little oh, Rock yeah. does. And uh, they're always around, and you always know where they are.
1: Yeah, I hear them, you know, behind our bench there when they're setting up there. And they, they've they supported us for a long time. And at the conference tournaments, you know, when we go to the conference tournaments, they're always there. And uh, they've been a part of this program and seeing us win those championships for, for many years, and we, we really appreciate them.
0: Speaking of the conference tournaments, the uh, Sunbelt Women's Basketball Tournament will be in Pensacola, Florida, at the Pensacola Bay Center starting uh, in 1st of March. Right now, the standings are like this. Appalachian State is number one. They're 5-1. They have an 83 winning percentage, followed by Texas Arlington and Troy. Both of those teams are 7-2. and two. Louisiana is four and two in fourth place right now, followed by Texas State that is five and four. Texas State of course beat Little Rock in three overtimes. They went to Jonesboro and beat the Red Wolves, and then Little Rock's at three and three. So we're in sixth place right now, all alone in sixth place. No ties uh, necessary there. Georgia Southern's three and four. Arkansas State's three and five. Georgia State's two and four, along with South Alabama at two and four. Coastal Carolina's two and five, and ULM is zero oh and seven. Hey, Coach. We head to the state of Louisiana. The first uh, one up is the Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns from the Cajun Dome on Thursday night, and it is a about a six hour bus ride down to uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. Going to get some good uh, Cajun food oh, yeah. while we're down there, but it'll be the last time we see the Cajun Dome in the Sun Belt Conference. What do we know about Gary Broadhead's Raging Cajuns?
1: Well, they they they've got a really good post player. Tyriana Doucette. Uh, Doucette that, you know, I think against uh, Louisiana Monroe their last game, she had 27 points. And uh, so, it, it, you know, going into it, we know that she's going to be a big factor. They've got uh, three or four guards that are very athletic, that can get to the basket and score uh, a lot of points and, and can shoot the three. I mean, they're, they're that type of team. And, and we are going to practice, I think, Wednesday morning. And uh, at eight or nine, and then as soon as we get through with practice, we'll drive down to Louisiana and get settled in. And uh, we've—I uh, don't—is it four games in a row? I think that they've beat us the last four games. So uh, four games in Wally, a row. Yeah, we we were talking the other day that you know that I don't know that may be a record for teams in this conference, but we. We need to go down there and get our heads on and and be ready to play a a good game of basketball.
0: Well, and these are two teams that we didn't get to play at our place because of the COVID issues that we were having. So Lafayette and ULM, we haven't played them yet, and uh, we don't have a chance after this one to play them again unless it is in the conference tournament when it means everything then. But you're right. The fact that uh, there's no other team in the league, I don't think, that has won four games in a row on us in a long time. Exactly. If ever, which there might be back when you had the Middle Tennessees and the Western Kentuckys in here right. uh, when Little Rock started basketball back up on the women's side. But uh, uh, it's something to go down there. And we've had success in the Cajun Dome before. We've won championships down there, regular season championships. We The last overtime game we won was in the Cajun Dome, I do believe. So right. we have th- had I success think, down there.
1: Yeah, and I think before they won these four in a row, we probably beat them five or six in a row. Right. I don't remember. But, we, you know, that they've they've had our number here the last uh, couple of years, and a lot of it, you know, that uh, Doucette, the post player, gives us a lot of problems. She's, you know, left-handed. She can score. Uh, she can rebound and, you know, Uh, we've got to come down there and and have a game plan to to get her stopped and and be able to uh, execute our offense.
0: And then we head to Monroe, Louisiana to take on ULM. And uh, I'm just going to tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, there is a place in Monroe, Louisiana called Big Mama's. You need to go there to eat. That's all I'm saying. If you look at me, you know I like good food. My wife found that one time when we were traveling from Lafayette to Monroe one day uh, for a game. We had beaten we had beaten Lafayette, and we were coming up to Monroe, and she was on TripAdvisor, and she said, it's number four. We get there, chain-link fence around the parking lot. I said, where in the world are you taking me? <laughs> Big Mama's is the place to go. They were without power last year when we were down there, and we we got in, Still. and we ate. It was good. Well, so I know you've told me the last couple of years, you know, we've been down there. You're ready to get I, I always this. bring you back that <laughs> sweet water cornbread. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, it is a good place to go. But uh, ULM's 0-7, they're still trying to find their way. But last year uh, they beat us the last time we played them down there. Yeah, it was a struggle. I mean, that,
1: that's a tough place to play too. So, you know, we can't go in and take anything for granted. We've got to be ready
0: to play, you know, when we get to Monroe on Saturday. They have lost 10 in a row, that is ULM, 0-7 in Sunbelt Conference play, so no wins there. And I guess the good thing for us is the fact that we're playing on the road this week, and we're going to get out of here before this winter storm that is supposedly coming uh, hit. So it looks like we're going to get our games in, uh, which we don't need to miss any more games. And oh. speaking of games missed, it looks like, and we don't know specific dates yet, but it looks like we're going to be able to make some of them up
1: yeah, I, I mean, we're we're looking for some games right now uh, to be able to uh, to play before the conference tournament to try to give our young ladies a couple more games before we go and uh, looking at you know the weeks we play Arkansas State we only have one game that week so. Uh that's, uh that's something that I've been working on, and hopefully we'll be able to uh, know something here pretty soon.
0: It won't be Sunbelt Conference games. No, it'll be no. right. affair, games. It'll be a non-conference type affair. Right, non-conference. It'll be some teams that uh, are basically helping us out to get some right. games in so that uh, if we go down to the conference tournament and make that run like Coach Foley likes to make, play your best basketball in March, the NCAA say, uh, well, you can't go because you haven't played enough games. Right, right, right. Now right. now they're telling us, you know, we need 25 games. And so we're,
1: you know, we've, we've got to find a couple, you know, to be able to get to that point. So that's what we've been
0: working on. You are one of the uh, recruiters on the staff. All of you recruit. But uh, moving to the Ohio Valley, will we start recruiting a different type of player from different parts of the country starting next year when we move to the OVC from the Sun Belt?
1: Well, I mean, I think that's sort of what we got to look at as far as, you know, you're, you're going to be playing in different areas. And, you know, right now we really recruit hard in Dallas and Houston and, you know, those areas. And, and we'll continue to do that. But, uh, you know, as we move north, you know, I think we can go out into St. Louis, maybe even Chicago, you know, some of the Illinois uh, areas there and, and start you know, looking at some players because we'll be playing a lot of games, and that that means a lot to the recruits. If if you play in an area where you know their family and things can come watch them a lot, and uh, so it, it it'll give us an opportunity to expand a little bit. I think
0: we've had some pretty good players out of Saint Louis. I think you back bet. of Shannon D. James a couple of years ago, who was a a big post player for the Little Rock Trojans. Shanika Butler. Shanika Butler. Shanika very Butler, good point guard. Uh, Shannon Haywood.
1: Uh, and you've we, been. We've had, We've had a lot of players out of St. Louis, and, and that'll be a good area for us right. to go to, you know, in this conference because there's several schools that are close, you know, in the Ohio Valley. Uh, and, and like I said, Chicago, you know, I've recruited a couple – we've had a couple of girls out of Chicago area that, you know, they, they've got a lot of good basketball up there.
0: Well, we are going to be the southernmost school, so we can go up there and say, hey, look, it's not as cold in Little Rock. Now, don't bring them down the middle of this week because they might change their mind. But, uh, yeah, you can go up there and you can say, hey, look, it's not as cold. We don't get the blizzards. We don't get the lake effect snow that you get off of Lake Michigan in Chicago down in Little Rock. Right, right. The only problem is you don't have the Cubs down here. (laughs) That's exactly right. But we got the Cardinals, though, right? That's an inside joke. I'm not saying anything (laughs) about that, Coach. Uh, You uh, have been – this is your second stint on Coach Foley's staff. You left to go – coach your daughters in high school basketball and uh did some good things there and got to some state championships with them and everything you got to see them through high school and what take me back to coming back and being on coach Foley's staff for a second time i mean you helped build this program and now you're back and helping build it even more well you know i mean when we first
1: got here it was you know definitely a build. i mean we were we were working our tails off you know we knew that Uh, or I knew, you know, how good a coach Coach Foley was and, you know, just being around him and uh, had all the confidence in the world that, you know, we could take this Little Rock program to to special things. And so we, you know, were over in the old field house the the first year we were here and uh, had, you know, our first recruiting class and a bunch of great young ladies. And then we, you know, had our second recruiting class and brought them over to the, you know, the new Jack Stevens Center, and it it was just, I mean, it was one of the best times of my life, just watching, you know, us go from being the 300 and whatever it was, 320 RPI team in the country, you know, all the way to the top 40, you mm-hmm. know, by the time I left the first time, uh, and, uh, you know... I know most of you know, you know, Chasity Reed, one of the players that we got, you know, we got her in here and she just, you know, was one of the best players that, you know, I've ever coached. And I think Coach Foley would tell you the same, that, you know, you get those special players sometimes and they just, you know, they're able to uh, uh, definitely do some things, you know, for you and the the university and took us to levels that, you know, we never had been at before.
0: What's it like working with Coach Cash? She was one that was already here and she stayed uh could have left when uh coach foley came in but she stayed and she worked the tail off and coach foley's rewarded her for it you bet
1: you know coach cash she was uh she was a player here you know my first year that we got here and uh, i think all the girls you know and, and coach cash was here with uh the previous staff yeah. i mean she was already here and so coach foley came in and and cash bought in and I, she was an all-conference player and uh Uh, She just, you know, for for us and our program, she means so much. I mean, uh, Coach Cash is just one of those uh, young ladies that I think all our girls respect and look up to, and they know that she's been through it, and and she can, you know, tell them things that, hey, you know, this is what we're trying to do and, and helps them understand things that maybe might be more difficult for them to understand if they didn't have her there and so we, uh, we really appreciate her, and she's such a hard worker, and uh, I know that uh, Coach Foley thinks of her you know, just like a daughter, and, yeah. and me too. I mean, she's, she's been around so long.
0: Well, she's got a good daughter, Bailey, that's growing up. I mean, she's already taller than my wife. She's yeah. got some long legs. She looks <laughs> like she's going to be a good basketball player. I'm sure Coach Foley wouldn't mind coaching her too. Yeah. Yeah, Bailey. if he can stick around that long, <laughs> he's,
1: he's he's mentioned that a couple of times. He said, Boy, he said, and and Bailey did have she she goes to uh, Pulaski Heights, Pulaski Heights, and she had a game this last weekend. So Bailey's getting started in basketball.
0: Coach Weedor, glad you can make it out tonight, sitting in for Coach Foley. But uh, I'll see you on Wednesday at the Jack for practice, and then we'll head down to Lafayette. Looking forward to it, Trey. Thanks All for right. having me. Thanks a bunch, Steve Weedor, assistant basketball coach, of Little Rock Trojans, joining us here on the Little Rock Coaches Show. We're back with. Skywalker coach walkers in the building out here at the embassy suites coach of the Little Rock men coming up after this stay with us strength is measured not by the number of accounts strength is placing value on relationships it's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth it's the commitment to responsibly manage your money at Stevens we believe that our strengths build success not only for us but for our clients Stevens, member NYSE,
2: SIPC. Step into the new when you drive a Chevy. It's time for a fresh approach and a new perspective. Meet new friends or reconnect with some old ones. See the world in a brand new light and find the Chevy that's right for you. From the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever to the versatile Equinox or the stylish Blazer you're bound to drive home in the Chevy of your dreams. So what are you waiting for? See your Arkansas best Chevy dealer. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become
3: openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way. Using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield live fearless. Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans.
0: We are back at the Embassy Suites in West Little Rock. Embassy Suites Little Rock is the is in the business district and minutes from the campus of UA Little Rock. Embassy Suites is the official hotel of your Little Rock Trojans. Embassy Suites Little Rock, a great place to stay. Joined by Coach Darrell Walker. How are you, Coach? I'm doing good. How are you good? I'm good. I'm good. I know you wish you could have a couple of more players
9: back. I don't know if that's going to That's not going to happen, so uh – I'm just going to play with the guys I got. I'm not wanting to make excuses. It is what it is. Uh, Rand said my guys have missed. Uh, it's, it's something that he sent me uh, on my phone. i see if I can uh, find it. And uh, it, it, was, it was shocking to see that. And I'll let you look at it. And, you know, I don't keep up with all oh, that. Oh, no, yeah, I saw that. I didn't see I saw that. that. I 11
0: like, huh? different players have missed at least one game due to injury this year. 12 players have started Three plus games. Yeah, so
9: it's, that's tough on a coach. It's it's hard. It's hard to get any any continuity, any type of rhythm. Coach Foley and I talked about that last week. It's just it's just hard to do. When
0: you look at uh, what is in front of you guys now, I mean, the month of January is gone. You are seven eleven, two and four in Sunbelt Conference play. Had a tough road swing uh, to Coastal Carolina and Appalachian State. You go from the beach to the mountains, and oh, you go man. from the beach uh, where they—they they, it was cold there even it was because cold both places. of places what they had going. And then I was talking to Tuck. He said y'all had three inches of snow while you were already there, and they had twenty
9: inches in ten days and boom. Yeah, I was worried about getting getting snowed in because after the game it was an early game. We always go to Charlotte and spend the night so we can get up and fly back to Little Rock in the morning. And uh, luckily the sun came out. It got a little warmer and melted the snow, and we were able to get out of there. But you know, it was it was a it was a fun two game road trip. My I, I saw some good things from my team. Uh, we're very short handed, but we had a chance to beat Coast and we had a chance to beat State. I mean we were right there, five minutes left in the game, we're down three points and we do some things that we shouldn't have done and next thing you know, instead of being down three or three or four points, you're down eleven points. So, uh, when you when you're short handed your margin of error is very short, so you almost have to play a perfect game to be honest about it. The game at Coastal, let's start with it.
0: First, Cliff Ellis wasn't there. He had a, about a COVID, so uh, yeah. he wasn't there. Yeah, I talked
9: to Cliff after the game. I said, I said, hell, you didn't need to get COVID. I needed some of your players to get COVID. <laughs> 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 he said he was a little sick, but he was doing fine. They got a good basketball team. We were right in the basketball game. Uh, when you hold a, you hold a team to 23 points and, and a half, you would think that you would be up or at least tied. And we were down 23 to 16. I thought we had really played well. Came out in the second half and played pretty well, and, uh, and just couldn't close the deal. I
0: thought you started the game well at we, Coastal,
9: but then you hit a lull. We Hit a lull. We had seven minute stretch where we didn't we didn't score, and we're not good enough to go five, six, seven minutes without scoring. That puts so much pressure on your defense to get stops for seven minutes or six minutes in a row, and that's hard to do. Yeah, and then obviously the second half, like you said, just
0: you know, kind of back and forth. You get get within five, margin or seven where yeah. Yeah, where yeah. you can kind of reel it back in, and then all of a sudden something happens and it balloons to even more, and it makes that
9: mountain tough to climb. Well, we had to, we were trying to incorporate uh, Nicola back, yeah. and I knew he was going to be winded. I knew was, his timing was going to be off, and I told my staff, he's not going to be right until after he plays about three or four legitimate games. He's not going to be right, and, and he wasn't. He wasn't right at App State and wasn't really right at Coastal. When you look at the game at App
0: State, that uh, game, like you said, you get it right there within three, mm-hmm. and then a three-minute and 33-second scoring drought. One yep. of eight, uh, one of your last eight from the floor. That just you just cannot have that.
9: Uh, you, you can do that if you if you have a, a full range of players. If you have your team because you probably can go back on the other end and, and suffocate them a little bit on defense. Sure. So they can't take a, a big run on you. And we, you know we can't do that. That's, that's too much pressure on our defense. We have to score the ball. When we score points, uh, we're a pretty good basketball team. But it's been a struggle. When you take good players out of your lineup, those those points don't come back.
0: When you're trying to get it done defensively, and like you said, um, the game against Appalachian State, if you try to press,
9: you don't have enough players have to enough even players. do that, do you? No, and, we, and that, that, the press bothered Coastal Carolina, and it bothered App a lot. But I kept saying I got to take my foot off the brake because this is a long, this is a long game, and uh, it's just it's just it's just a chess match back and forth. Now, if I was had a full team, I could have just kept pressing them the whole game. That's what I was going to ask you next, Coach. I was going
0: to say if you had your full got <laughs> to players, them. you would put the pressure on all game long.
9: When I when I saw that they couldn't handle it, I'd have, I'd have kept pressing the whole game. I, I can't even run, run my one three one a lot because you know that's a lot of running going around. You I have to have to do it every once in a while. So, making no excuses, just is what
0: it is. The Sunbelt Conference this year, Appalachian State right now leading uh, the league 8-2, and two, Arkansas State 5-2. and two. They went into App, and App won both games this weekend over the teams from Arkansas. Yeah,
9: App, App is a good a good basketball team. they got some really veteran guys that's been together for us, and uh, those guys in Delft, those guys are really good basketball players, and, and, and Greg, there, they've been around a long time, and, and he's, he's done a great job there.
0: I asked Preston last week uh, when you were on the road recruiting, would you like – and I know we don't have to worry about it anymore because we don't have to make that swing. But would you like? Do you like the swing where you start in, in on the beach first and go up to the mountains, or would you rather start at Boone and then go down to Coastal? Probably, probably start
9: in Boone and get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> get out of there. <laughs> get yeah. on the road and start going back down the yeah. hill towards some warm instead weather instead of going up where your ears start popping. Of going up, man, it's
0: tough, isn't it? And, no, and yeah. then would you? if you can play app early and then get on the road right after that game and get out of there? Uh, we we kind of did that, yeah.
9: We, we, it was a 4 o'clock game. We were able to get out of here. We got to Charlotte about 845 and was able to just sit down and relax and get a beer and just watch some film. When
0: you watch film, what are you looking for?
9: Well, if I, if I'm, I I I broke down the App State game after the game just – just looking at mistakes that we made, writing stuff down so I can show it to the guys, and which I showed film to the guys today for about 15, 20 minutes. And we're still a young basketball team. you got two point guards out there that are freshmen right now. So you got to show a lot of different things.
0: When you look at the games coming up this week, Lafayette, uh, 6.30 on Thursday at the Jack Stevens Center, ULM on Saturday, 2 o'clock at the Jack Stevens Center. Lafayette is where this struggle started. Uh, you were, guys were down there in <laughs> Louisiana about to play them. Uh, you had gone through – shoot around and everything and then all of a sudden you got to start testing players and boom, everybody, you can't play. everybody
9: kept popping up or uh, uh positive and i was you know i called george lee our athletic director and said if one more guy we're, we're done and that happened we were down to five guys and and we so could, you would have played put. with six no not, okay no, once you no, get to seven no once you get to seven you can play after that guys just kept kept being a negative so we had the council basketball game got on the road and got back home what do you see in this louisiana team that you're going to face on thursday they're very big, like we were two years ago. They're they're big. Uh, a huge. Uh, Jordan Brown's a five-star transfer that uh, Eric Mosman had in Nevada, and then the, uh, new coming of the year at Arizona. Now he's at Lafayette, so they're they're really a big basketball team. Duquesne is it, it comes off the bench at six times, so they're they're a huge team. I'm just going to play
0: devil's advocate here. Let's say that uh, the weather forecast, you know, materializes and there's a lot of issues with travel on Thursday. If Louisiana's here, Little Rock's here, the official's here, do we still play or do we push it back to Friday?
9: Why don't you, why don't you call the commissioner to Sunbelt Conference later, man? He that. doesn't like me. Yeah, well, I don't well. think he likes anybody yeah. from Little Rock. Well. He's already kicked us out of the league. Uh, I'm not worried about that. That, that, that <laughs> would be that would be his call. That would, that would be his call.
0: Would you be in favor of playing Friday and then moving the uh, Monroe game to Sunday if that happened?
9: No. Uh, I want to play Thursday and Saturday. There and, you go. And stay on schedule. But we'll yeah. see. I, I my wife was talking about snow. I go snow. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> I was going to say you're used go, to snow. I didn't even look at the report. I don't, know, I don't even know what the report is saying. Ice. Oh, saying ice. Well, we'll see. Did <laughs> you put on skates and we'll, go? We'll see. I, I'm not. I mean, I live on the hill, so I'm not trying to go down the hill if it's ice. But well, you're we'll, from we'll, Chicago. Did we'll, you ever we'll put? See.
0: Did you ever put on ice skates since you're from no. Chicago and try any
9: of that? You just no, stuck to the hardwood. Just stuck to the hardwood. That's all. No, no playing outside when it got cold. Oh, we always played outside. Yeah, we played football, played tackle football in the snow. Yeah, oh, not that's the fun. ice, but now the that, that Yeah, not on ice, in but the in the snow. The snow. Not, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the temperature's going to be. I don't know what they're saying. i have not even looked. We'll just wait and see. see worst worst weather you ever lived through in Chicago? Was it when you were in the in the in, in the league? No, I was in Chicago. It probably was eight. Sixty eight or seventy. Or where you could even you couldn't even. Uh, couldn't even open up the front door. I mean, the snow was just – it was it was—it was nuts, man. It was nuts. That's the worst one I've ever seen. I've tried and to I'm never going to forget it either. Well, of course you yeah, don't. It, I mean, like was, people uh, last year will never forget the when, 22 when inches here. When, when you can't get out the, – they could get out the door. I'm talking when you can't get out the door. We lived in the projects, and it was on one level, street level, and that snow just kept piling up, piling up, piling up, where well, you couldn't open the door. And if you did, the snow would fall in. I mean, it was a lot of snow. It was crazy. It was, it was okay.
0: crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it then. I don't want to live no. in something like that. I've tried to talk to my wife, Coach, because I'm a big Chicago Cub fan. Well, That's about, good in well, September and June and July. Well, I, I know, and that's what I've tried to do. I've tried to say, hey, let, you know, I think maybe once we, you know, get to retirement age and something, we could move to Chicago, go to games and everything. And she's like, I'm not living in Chicago.
9: Uh, you, you you have to want to live in Chicago, you know, June, July, and August, and September. It's just it's so perfect. beautiful. It's perfect. So nice. Beautiful. Come November, December, January, and February, good luck to you. <laughs> it's not good, man. That, that's what I want to find. It's the re- reason why I didn't move back there.
0: <laughs> I want to find a place where I can stay and I can get to the L and I can get on it and go and not have to be outside that much and in no, December. Uh, January. December
9: is going to be cold, and you're going to have to go outside sooner or later. Yeah. And the Hulk is going to be there waiting on you. Yeah, she will That's won't, for sure. She,
0: she won't, I don't think she's going to let me no, get, get away from want that. that one. No. All right, let's move to uh, Louisiana Monroe, the team that uh, comes into the Jack on Saturday, and a, a team that, again, had a chance against them uh, there at Fant Ewing
9: uh, early on in the season. Coach Richard does a great job there, and uh, we've always had some very competitive games with them. And like you said, the last time we were down there in Monroe, we had a chance to win the game and, and, and didn't get it done. So, uh, we got two games at home, and I just told my guys we got to take care of two games at home. And we really, I'm trying to get my team ready uh, to be on it, for Pensacola because we're so we're so banged up. We're we're, we're so banged up. I mean, Nicola had to leave practice today because his his other hamstring started bothering him. So we down to eight guys practicing, and it's just it's hard to get a rhythm. It's hard to get any continuity. Uh, but we're capable of winning basketball games. We've we've proved it on the road against App State and Coastal that we had some chances. It's just if we had a few more of our starters, we, we, we would have a chance to win some games. How
0: frustrating is that for you, a coach? I know you're not making excuses, but to not have all of your bullets.
9: Well, like I tell you, you, you take Note and Williams off of Arkansas team and see how happy Eric Bust will be. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to be very happy. He's Daryl Walker. Yeah.
0: I'm Trey Schapp. We're back with more from the Embassy Suites in West Little Rock. It's the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. Stay with us. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own, to seize opportunity, to anticipate rather than react, to deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world, and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC.
5: Through the last 108 years, obviously we've seen good times and bad times. Everybody has. If you're in business long enough, you're gonna have the bad time. But out of the bad times always come the good times. From generation to generation, the constant is that the Bale family's there for you. Whether it's service needs, parts needs, buying a car, or the collision center, our family's always there for you.
3: Shop Bale Chevy and BaleChevy.com today.
6: What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you, for many to come. Visit Baptist-Health.com to learn
3: more. I told you that front tire needed air. I know, Dad. (sighs) Where is the tire iron? I told you, always keep a tire iron and a jack. I know, Dad. I got it. Roadside assistance is included with my shelter insurance auto policy. It's one of the reasons you told me to get it. Remember? (laughs) Maybe you do listen after all. At Shelter, listening to you is what we do best. To find an agent near you, visit shelterinsurance.com. We're your shield. We're your shelter.
7: Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state. Recognized both nationally and internationally, Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear. Proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans.
8: Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today. Schedule today. PI Roofing, your roof leak detective.
0: Welcome back to West Little Rock and the Embassy Suites. It's the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. The AA, we want to thank AC Delco, Bumper to Bumper, UAMS, Simmons Bank, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Datamax, Arkansas Best Chevy Dealer, Stevens Inc., PI Roofing, Pepsi, Tipton & Hearst, Baptist Health, Bell Chevrolet, and Diamond Bear Brewing for their support of Little Rock Athletics. We're here with Coach Daryl Walker, head coach of the men's basketball team. And Coach, we were kind of talking there during that break off of the air. That you are having a blast coaching this team, even though that the record is not up to where you would
9: like it to be. No, it's 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 been fun. It's, it's been it's been challenging. It's really made me have to really uh, coach even uh, even harder and prepare even more. Because I always prepare, but even more. And we're right in basketball games, and I'm sitting there going, I, uh, "This is this is really not my team out here." Are you <laughs> telling me we we're right here in the basketball game, three you know down three points or five points on the road, so. Uh, if we could ever get healthy, it ain't gonna be this year. But if we can knock on wood and be healthy next year, we have a chance to be good. But you know, I'm excited about the two freshman guards, and I'm going to start starting right now in the back court. Uh, they can push the ball, they can shoot it. I think it's time for them to get a lot of minutes because we got so many guys hurt. It's time for those guys to play what a do lot you, of minutes. What do you see in them
0: that gives you the confidence to put them in this starting role?
5: Well,
9: you know, DJ Smith. You know, they talk about everybody talk about the big fella that's going to Oregon, but he's the one that led that team to a state championship. So. Uh, He proved what he can do. I I probably hurt him a little bit by starting him at the beginning of the year. He should have been on the bench just learning, and then I set him down. He became a coach, and the next time I put him in the game, he's been playing well. Uh, Jordan Jefferson had been out with COVID, had been out with a broke broke hand. He's starting to get confidence, and now you you guys are starting to see he's a really good basketball player. He's quick. He's athletic. He can shoot it. He can put it on the floor. So uh, those guys are going to be here. So they're the future, and they're going to be out there on the court getting a lot of minutes. The other thing we talked about during the break is
0: trying to get your team playing its best basketball when you get to March, and that's going to be Pensacola. I mean, you—if you're playing your best ball, we got a chance. You—you you do have a chance. And we were just looking at the standings too, and you said anybody can beat anybody, anybody in this league.
9: Anybody can beat anybody. I—I've I, looked at everybody's teams from South Alabama to App State to Troy. You kind of watch teams when you when you scout and you see them play. And I, I tell my staff, I said we can match up with anybody in this league, and anybody can beat anybody in this league. So it's not like it's some team that's really, really better than everybody else. It's just not like that. App State leads the conference right now. They're eight and two.
0: Arkansas State's five and two. South Alabama five and three. Troy five and three. They're right there. Yeah, I mean they're one game out. South and Troy, and then Texas State's four and three. Right UT, there. UT Hayes five and five. They're just uh, you know hanging around. They're right three there. wins away uh coastal carolina louisiana both four and five georgia southern three and five georgia state little rock two and four and ulm two and eight and you, you talk about the importance of being right there well if you can beat louisiana and ulm this week that gets you back to 500
9: and you're right there i don't talk about that i, I even tell my team that i've just told myself that if we can win these two games that's why i thought last week when we played I don't know who we played at home plate, Uh, Texas Alton and Texas State. Mm -hmm. And we lost to Texas State 69-59. You beat Arlington. If we could have won those two right there, you know, that's that's an extra two wins. We'd have been three and one. If we can take care of home, which is going to be tough because Lafayette is really, really, really big. We're going to have to rebound the basketball. And then we got Monroe. So we're just going to take one game at a time. We'll keep up winning two games. Yeah,
0: this is just to be funny. Maybe you could tell Coach Foley what it takes in three overtimes to win because (laughs) we couldn't get it done in three. And ironically – the Jack Stevenson saw back-to-back yeah, games that. that went three overtimes. You guys got it done against Arlington with only five available thanks, players. Thanks, thanks to Terrell Curtis. Thanks to TJ. Yes. <laughs> uh, that, that
9: was a really a big three out the corner and a heck of a layup. That just energized the crowd. It energized us, and we were able to win that basketball game. So hopefully we can, uh, we can get it done this Thursday and Saturday.
0: You saw it there with him. I saw it in in Mobile with uh, South Alabama. When you have a a, a guy that uh, just gives everything they possibly can in practice and everything to actually get in the game and score. I saw it with Haley Honaker, the walk-on that Joe Foley has. When she got her shot blocked, Coach, I know you didn't get to see it. But then she was able to get the ball, score layup, goes down the other end. She takes a charge. That just energizes
9: the bench, and when you see Haley got like, in the game, yeah, she's, she's from Minnesota. Yeah, scored two points. Yeah, Trent, Trent Tucker uh, sent me her film last right. summer about coming down here, walking on, and Foley Foley loves her. Uh, TJ gets coached hard, just like scholarship players, and so he he knows. She does too. He he knows what we're doing offensively and defensively. I mean, when he took that shot, I was like, what the. Great shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he shot it with confidence, and he was wide open, and he, and he, and he took the shot. Yeah, and, and as a coach, you like to see that. You I like to I, have your I players was, have I confidence. Was so, I was so happy for, uh, for T.J. T.J. I said, yeah, T.J., I'm going coach you hard just like I coach you. everybody else. I'm getting on your butt like everybody else. I said, because this was three years ago. I said, because one of these days you're going to have to play in a real game and it's going to happen and there ain't going to be no garbage time. It's going to be you better be ready. And he was. That's right. Coach Foley said last week that he
0: walked into the locker room after the game against South Alabama. Everybody was going nuts because they had won big and everything. They were all around Haley. She had a good game. And he walked her. He said, hey, 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 just say. He goes, Haley, come here. Let me see your forehead. I just want to make sure it didn't have Wilson imprinted on it because her first shot, I mean, <laughs> got it got rejected got big time. Yeah. I mean, I think well, it, she's, sound, she's it sounded tiny, like but coach, it sounded like a bomb went off in the arena. I mean, you could hear it. I mean, you've heard the the hand slap I, the ball. I, I didn't know Haley
9: got in the game. I'm happy for her. I got to talk to her when I see her. I got know in the that. game, two points, and drew a charge. Okay, okay. I mean that that's now she, she Foley says she's a delight kid to coach. She works hard. She's the type of walk on you want, and so is TJ yeah and they do things extra they do everything man they're and good, they they're, they're do good it te- te- right and they're good teammates and they're usually the first ones there at practice they're, and the last they're, ones they're, to leave they're, they're good teammates i was so happy for tj he's been with me for four years i was so happy with him all right what's it going to take this week man who who knows who's going to be playing that's the first thing well hopefully hopefully nicole is going to be playing yeah uh, if he's not playing i don't know what it's going to take it's going to take a another crazy effort to, to get it done lafayette's a I know they would pick to win it, but that's why I know people don't know what they're talking about when they try to pick stuff in the preseason. They're just, four and five. Yeah, you just never know. But they're they're a really good basketball team. They're big. They got guards. They got, they got some really good players. So we're going to have to make shots. The rebounding gap can be 15 or 20. We're going to have to be either the 10 or 8, they out-rebound on something like that. And we're going to have to make some shots. We have been defending. We have stretches where we can't five, six minutes where we don't score. Mm-hmm. Coastal Carolina, we missed 13 shots in a row. I keep telling you, whole team of twenty three points. You think you're gonna, the game's going to be tied, or you're going to be ahead, when that, and it wasn't.
0: When that happens, when you're not able to hit your shot from the outside, would you like to see your guys drive it to the hole, maybe draw some fouls? Yeah, get that to would the free be, be great
9: to put it put it on the floor and, and try to get to the rim and try to get to the free throw line. But we just we couldn't do anything.
0: When you look at the Ohio Valley for next year, how does your recruiting change going into that league as opposed to the Sun Belt
9: Conference? But it's not going to change at all. I'm going to always try to uh, recruit players above that level and that's one reason why i i, I won in my second year because i had a few players that was kind of a little bit above that level and coach baker's in florida right now recruiting we've been recruiting uh very hard and trying to get some really good basketball players in for next year to add on to what we got that's hurt coach good luck this week thank you so much I hope we can get the games we'll in we'll see that's Darrell walker
0: head basketball coach of your little rock trojans i am trey shapp the men will take on ull Thursday night, 6.30 at the Jack, and then Saturday at ULM, 2 o'clock. We'll be right back here next Monday night. Enjoy the rest of your week, everybody, and go Trojans. Thanks for listening to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show, presented by Embassy Suites. This broadcast was also brought to you by AC Delco Bumper to Bumper, Arkansas's best Chevy dealers, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Dillard's, Pepsi, Stevens, and Simmons Bank.